right, welcome back to another episode of the Fast Break Club NBA Podcast. Your boy Samuel here. Uh, Kev, say what's up. Good night, good morning, good afternoon. Rico, say what's up. Yo, what's up? Dev, say what's up. Yo. Alright, make sure y'all subscribe, leave that five-star rating. Make sure y'all check out the website, thefastbreaklab.com. Been putting out a lot of content recently. Um... Let's get into some quick headlines before we get into our main stories today. Main main thing we're going to be covering today is um, playoff seeding predictions with both the East and Western Conference, um, our championship predictions, and then, of course, award winner predictions, starting with MVP going all the way to Coach of the Year. So um, first story we got this week is um, Jeremy Lamb tore his ACL, his meniscus, and fractured his left knee. No. Um, <laughs> You said it again? He said, what? He told his ACL. Nah, 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 Yo, what? So his career over is what I'm hearing. I mean... Bro, what do you mean he tore ACL, meniscus, and fractured something? Fractured his left knee, yeah. Nah, bro. I think it was last week when the, when the Pacers were playing the um, Raptors. Yeah. So nah, that's, that's whack. <laughs> Wait, so he, bro, he tore ACL, tore meniscus, and fractured his knee at the same time. Yeah, but he hit, he hit both his free throws before he um he the game. So yeah. I I, I, give, I respect him for that. How do how was he even standing up? I don't know, bro. Nah. Um, shout out to Jimmy Lamb. What uh, what leg was that? His left left leg. Mm, damn. Yeah, that's, that's tough. We might, we might not see him for like two, three years. Yeah, it's gonna be a minute till we see him again. But he's still, he's still, he's still gonna be getting paid by the Pacers. So, how long is his contract? How much years he got left? I think he got like three years left or something like that. Two, three years left. So, he'll be all right. Praise up to Jeremy Lamb. Man, praise up to him. Praise up to those doctors because they got a lot of repairing to do, bro. Facts. They got a lot of repairing to do, bro. That is walking. I don't know. I didn't even know that was possible. Like, I... <laughs> I nah. It's just not like his whole knee just fell off. That's what I'm hearing. Like, his knee just slipped off his body, bro. And that's crazy. But um, quick quick recovery to him, though. That's, that's really walking. Right. All right, next story we had this week. Um, Bucks beat the Raptors. Um, it's looking like that's a possible Eastern Conference matchup, Eastern Conference Finals matchup again. Um, the one thing that the Raptors were able to take advantage of was the was the Bucks' poor perimeter defense because they allow the most threes in the game. So the Raptors were just they were hot shooting threes out the gate. And I noticed something else during that game. They were running like a lot of two three and three two zone. And last takeaway for me from that game was Brooke Lopez is an underrated. Defender, he had two steals and five blocks that game. <laughs> um, um, I, I don't really want to see them two play in the finals, but around in the playoffs or early round in the playoffs, I watch them play, but not, not in the conference finals. I'd rather see how the Celtics play there. Mm. Personally. Nah, I feel like the Bucks, I feel like the Raptors don't want to see the Bucks because I mean, I feel like. Let's be honest here, though. Who wants to see the Bucks? I mean, that's true. But at the end of the day, though, when you look at the when you look at the standings, you know, 
like the Raptors is supposed to be like that other team who's supposed to be also probably coming out the East. And I feel like every time they play the Bucks, it's like Giannis just goes off. And then like Siakam, he's kind of like, I don't know, he be iffy sometimes in the games. But I mean, he still be there, but I don't know. They just be looking like a different team when they play the Bucks. Yeah. Um, I mean, this game, Giannis didn't didn't go off that much. He had um 14 points, I think. But he had like 19 rebounds. Yeah, 19, so he was killing 19 and 8 with three blocks. I yeah. I think he kind of went off. Eh, I mean, it's not the typical Giannis going off. Like That's crazy. A man can have 19 and 19, and that's a bad game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's, that's the point we get with, with Giannis. Some people really dream of having 19 and 19. Sam will sit here and say, yo, he had a bad game. Like, <laughs> that's a bad game for Giannis standards, honestly. If I would just say that because 19 and 19 is nasty regardless of what it is. I, I put it into perspective. We're going to talk about this uh, a little yeah, later. Because but he, he averaged put up, 30. He put, up, he put up 40, 20, and, and, and 6 today. So That's Giannis, but 19 and 19 is pretty crazy. He had like 8 assists with that, right? I'm bugging. Yeah, yeah it is this like three blocks. Nah, I don't know. I that's, that's a <laughs> game, bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. So Depp, how much was that was? <laughs> how much fancy points was that was? I, I know it had to be at least 40. I don't even know to be honest. And I ain't checked today either. Let me go see what he did today, bro. I know he was wanted today. Yeah, today yeah continue though. We could continue. All right. Um, next headline. Um Steph Curry, he was expected to return today, but they say he's gonna start practicing with the <laughs> The Warriors G League team tomorrow, and he should oh, be ready. By... I didn't even know that. I know they said they gonna give him like three more games before he plays something like that. Yeah, they um they they said they want to give him some runtime with the the G League team. I mean, their team is basically the G League team, but the the actual G League Warriors they want to have him run with, so and they said he should he be ready by ready to play with the bums. He got to play with like the burgers. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so because you're already playing with bumps <laughs> but now nah, he's supposed to be ready by um thursday's game against the raptors that's that one's gonna be on tnt so i don't know why they got into i just say with g league teams we just back to his regular team that's just the g league team <laughs> like <laughs> nah, I, I think it's because they regular team got like so many injured players it's like there's no full squad to scrimmage with because when he was scrimmaging this past week he was scrimmaging against like coaches and stuff because they half their roster is out with injuries, so they they might as well just they like might as well just send them with the G League team because the G League team got a full squad that's not hurt. No point in scrimmaging against the coaches; ain't gonna help nobody. But mm-hmm. but I mean, next, I was looking forward to seeing play today, though. I'm not gonna lie, but that's I a guess. fact. He probably would have gave. He probably would have Bradley Bill tight because Bradley Bill's going off right now, so they probably gonna get yeah, that one. Bradley Bill is going crazy. But um, next headline we got Jason Tatum. He's been walling these last couple weeks, especially since before like All Star break. He had the game against the Clippers with thirty nine points. Then he came back against the Lakers with forty one after All Star break, and he's been putting up like thirty point games left and right. I know Rico happy over there. <laughs> I know Rico cheesing right now. But yeah, let me just read to you his um February stats um. So to begin February, he had 25 points against Philly, 28 against Atlanta, 33 against Orlando, 32 against Atlanta, 26 versus OKC. He had a bad um, 15-point game against Houston. Then he had 39 against the Clippers, 28 against Minnesota, 41 against the Lakers, 36 at Portland. He had 33 against Utah, and then he had 30 the other day against uh, He's wild. So, so 30, 30. 
30, at 30, like, nah. I mean, I'm going to go say and see this coming from him, though. Like, I don't know what he was, like, capable of Jason Tatum, so. Yeah. What was his body, so. I ain't surprised. I mean, it's about time. I mean, he's, I would he hit his prime yet, so that's scary. It is. It's scary, because yeah. he ain't touched, he's not even touching his prime yet. He's, like, what, he's 38 right now? He's not 21 no more, but, you know. He's still 21. Oh, he's still 21? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. He's still 21. <laughs> he's still 21. Oh, yeah, it's over. I'm gonna go on Facebook. Oh nah, it's quiet. <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean it's crazy. I don't think the last I don't think I can remember the last time we seen like a young player like hit the leap in the middle of an actual season. It's usually like after like all an off season of like working out, then the next season they come back and you're like, oh, they took that next step. It's never that you see the person taking the next step in the middle of the season. Everybody's like, oh snap, he's taking that next step. Like it's been crazy seeing how he's been performing. And he's been, like, super efficient. Yeah. Uh, except for, like, the last game against the Rockets. He had yeah. some struggles in that game. But other than that, like, I think for February, he's been shooting, like, 50%, 51% from the field and, like, 45% from three. I mean, that's crazy efficiency right there. 45. So, my gosh. And he's <laughs> usually one of those players who's kind of inefficient, so I'm proud of him. Yeah, he's usually on and off, yeah. yeah. It's funny because his shot selection did not get better. <laughs> it didn't. He's literally taking the no, same shots no, he's taking his whole career. Some of it did because he stopped taking a lot of those long twos. Those long threes, yeah. And he you started driving though? to the basket more too. Facts. You can see it. You can see what like a change of such like shot selection does for you. Because look at Westbrook now. You can see the yeah. same thing for him. We're, we're gonna talk about Westbrook. Of in course, a bit. I know. I know. I want to say too much about him, but it's crazy what a change of shot selection could really do for you. Like IQ watch, IQ wise. It just means getting smarter as a player. Really. Facts. But um, next headline, we got the Rockets owner. He came out with this um, quote just a couple of days ago. He was like, none of us fear L.A. or the Clippers or Denver like we feared Golden State. It's not like how we were scared of them. We could easily win the West this year or get knocked out in the first round. Is it easy? Our chances are as good as they've ever been. That's That's what he said. That's what the Rockets owner said. So, I mean... When it's when it's a team as when it's a team that took you out the playoffs like what five years in a row, compared to new teams, I would say the same thing. True, <laughs> but, I mean, I don't think you want to say that your players were scared of of, an, of another yeah, of another team. Oh, you can't use the word scared when it's competition. Yeah, you can't say that. That again, just... at the same time, who was it scared of? Kevin Durant, Stephen Curry, and Clay Thompson. But you can't say that though. I like, mean, I would, are, you can't say that. I, just, <laughs> like, I would think you mean they scared. I mean, like. Because no one wants to see them in the playoff series. Like, nobody wants to see them at all. So, Houston that, did. They kept saying they were building their team just for them. So, I mean, you can't build your team for them and then say you were scared afterwards. Like, hmm. you that's what you were gearing up for. You got to stay, so you got to stand strong and keep that, keep that same belief. Right about that. But that's, that's, that's a big statement to make, though. He said, anybody, though? Yeah. He basically but, said, anyone, anyone, it could get static. That's what he basically said. Basically. So we'll see how the the team fares out in the playoffs. We know that Westbrook and Harden are often criticized for their first not well not for Harden, but like Westbrook is often criticized lately. He hasn't been able to get out of the first round since KD left, and Harden is always except for that one year against the Spurs. It's always the Warriors, but you you guys get the idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the same time, the GM got the right to say that though, because. They've made the conference finals almost every other year. 
True. They literally lost to the same team over and over. So, arguably, say like Houston's been the second best team in the league after the Warriors. I mean, after the LeBron teams, of course, but to the third best team, if anything. Yeah, they've been like a top five team in the last. And they've been taking years. the. the it never gets swept by the um, Warriors. It's always like game six, game seven. So, yeah. Him and, and the Warriors, were, even the Warriors with KD, they're doing that. So, you got to give them the respect. I will say this there was this one year where they got beat um, by the Warriors in a year without Steph and without um, KD. Um, 2016 first round, they lost in five to Clay Thompson and Draymond Green and Harrison. Well, Barnes. What was that roster, though? It was, um, it was Harden. It was Harden, um, Beverly, I think Lou Will, I think um, Ariza, Dwight. It was that squad. So. Mm. Yeah, that squad was, still... was Dwight. Yeah, Dwight is, if he was iffy that year too. He was having a good best year. True. All right, let's get to Kev's boy, Bradley Beal, had 50, point, 50 plus points in back-to-back nights and lost both games. How are you feeling over there, Kev? Nah, I'm just scared he's going to leave my Wizards before John Wall come back. <laughs> That's my biggest fear right now because I need him to when John Wall come back. When is John Wall coming back? We don't know when. We don't even know when John Wall will come back. That's the scary part. Hopefully next year for sure because, you know, he's been at home doing Lord knows what. But um, That's scary. That's scary because he's dropping. How you dropping career high twice in a row and lose both times like well, that's, good that's, news, Kev. They just beat the Warriors. I mean, not so much good news because you're supposed to beat the Warriors. Samuel, but... shut your mouth. He beat a G League team. All right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody want to hear that. How much he had today, though? 34. All right. I mean, he averaged 30 now, though. So that's why I'm happy he averaged 30 points. So, all right, Kev, I have this question for you. Do you think he makes all any of the all NBA teams? That, mm, yeah, that's Bradley a tough Bill? one right there. Third, third, the third Bradley one at least. He, he might average thirty that points. Third, that average third. thirty points. He got to make an all. He got to make an NBA first team. It's not fair. He averaged thirty points. Bro, I, mean, I don't Harden, know because for the Harden all NBA make, teams, they might take in consider consideration winning. If they put if they put winning, that's not fair though. Because you know what? I, I was listening to another pod the other day. Four Seasons Pod, shout out to them. They hit me up the other day, but um, shout out to them. They um um during their podcast, they were discussing who they have for, for um All NBA first, second, and third team, and they were discussing how Bradley Beal might have to fight with um like, cause he had first first team Harden and Doncic for um All NBA first Ooh, team. Oh, okay. Luca Luca definitely got to make that first team. And then second team is Russ and Dame, and then okay. third team third team is like. Kemba, Mitchell, CP3, and Bradley Beal. Okay, so I think Bradley Beal should definitely make it over Donovan Mitchell. I don't care about no record. (laughs) (laughs) What? Uh, Yep, that's all I'm going to say. I don't care about no record. He should definitely make it over um, Donovan Mitchell. First of all, even though he's losing, he averages 30 points. He just had a 50-point back-to-back game. That's the last person to do that was Kobe, bro. Wait, who who was Kobe, bro? Second team, I said Russ and Dame. And I agree with that. Yeah, you have to do that. First team is who? Harden and... And Doncic. Okay, and then third team, you said... It's a fight between, like, Kemba, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, and um, Bradley Beal. They're definitely going to put CP on that. Maybe. Maybe. 
they put CP over Bradley Bill, I'm gonna be upset. Despite the year, nah, I can't even be upset because nah, Oklahoma is not going to be CP. Actually, you, what's, what's you kind of got to give it to Chris Paul because Chris Paul kind of like took this team out of nowhere. People had them. Kev, you know the meme. They was supposed to be the 13th Yo, seed. bro, you, trust me. I seen that meme before the season started. <laughs> and when, when we make some seed, I got a lot of people to message some keywords too. I can't say those words. Like I right now, they, right now I think they're in the fifth seed. So, I mean, oh. like, Chris Paul dead might. Chris Paul dead might get that um that last third team spot. I don't know, but it has to be two people. It's not just one person. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like CP because I, I named like four guys. So it's gonna be like between Mitchell, CP Beal. Mitchell, Bradley Beal, Kemba. I mean, who nah, else knows? It's, probably, it's gonna probably gonna be CP and Beal. Maybe it's gonna be a tough one though. Beal should make it though. I think first team should just be off talent. I don't. I, I mean. Of course, record always counts, but like the man average thirty, y'all already greased him from an All Star selection. They're gonna grease him from the first team too. <laughs> Come on, now be fair. It's, at least be fair. Give him something. Give him one award for averaging thirty for a season. Cause Trey Young over the average of thirty, and he getting all the praise. Well, he got the All Star bid mostly from the fans. So, gotta ask those Washington fans to vote harder next year. Yeah. <laughs> I will slap all those fans of Bradley Bill on the All Star game next year. Bro, I don't care if he averages five bro. points next year. He better, he better <laughs> be an All Star winning, bro. Yo, bro, I don't want to hear that. Um, when people losing, this is <laughs> nah, bro. Team, they start winning, bro. Come on. I mean, how's he gonna win with our roster? Do you see our roster? Who we gonna beat, bro? I mean, y'all missing y'all. So y'all missing the quote. We're, top miss, five, yes, yes. PG We're missing the best point guard in the East. Yes, we are. This is the best, yo. We're missing the best point guard in the so East. Who said the best? The best. Who the best point guard in the East? Kyrie Irving. Glass Irving. How you gonna say that when you talking about John Wall? I don't, I don't care. They both. It's funny though, cause John will get called a glass, but Kyrie been glass for his whole career. We spoke about that already. Kyrie is yeah. glass. He's just not as glass as John Wall. Like <laughs> Kyrie John comes back to same season. That might be his mistake. Bro, this is John Wall's first missed season. Like first, like second. Nah, 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 what do you mean? Nah. Like, early, what are you in his, early in his early years, he had a lot of knee yeah. issues too, bro. Like, yo, John Wall better right. come back in the best shape. Two seasons <laughs> off, <laughs> bro. He better be <laughs> slimmed down and everything, yo. <laughs> if you come back chunky. And he Yo, over here barely running. He's not a chunky man, bro. <laughs> he's chunky. <laughs> Yo, stop the cap, bro. He's not a chunky man. Yo, I'm crying. Son be looking mad slow out there in warm-ups, bro. Like, come on. Anyways. Nah. Either way, I saw that workout video. He did look slow. And he's not fully recovered. So, therefore, we're going to give him some time. And y'all going to stop so the foolishness. That's source, but what it's looking like. That's another thing. You mean saying he missing the third season or something? Bro, do we not have a whole... Season Rico, do we not have an off season? Bro, I'm just asking, bro. I'm just trying bro, to see. Let me happening. know. Do we not? Do we have an off season? Yes or no? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we got an off season. Bro. All right, so we gonna wait till the off season. So wait for the next season I mean, to come back. You better be playing, bro. But is me? <laughs> what you said? He gets he gets hurt on his off day, bro. Remember, he tore his Achilles in his crib, bro. It happens, bro. You never told your Achilles in your crib? Yeah, that's how it happens. Did it happen? <laughs> so none of y'all told your Achilles in your crib before? No, because I'm not doing God knows what over there. Like, what is he doing that he had to tear his Achilles? Yo, I know you ain't just say it happens. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what, who that happens to? Bro, 
Yo, what? Bro, Yo, so someone's going to say Achilles in your crib. Uh, have right. you? So what's the next subject? Because I don't want to talk about John Wall. <laughs> that is crazy, son. All right, let's get to the next topic. Um, Utah Jazz, they've been struggling lately. Um, and they had to make some starting lineup changes. First, the news came out that they were going to take out Mike Conley and he was going to go to the bench for Royce O'Neal. Then they switched it up a couple hours later after the news broke that Mike Conley was going to stay in the starting lineup and they were going to move Joe Ingles to the bench. What I don't understand about this move is that the team p- performs way better when Joe Ingles is, on the, is um, in the starting lineup with Royce O'Neal, Donovan Mitchell, Bogdanovich, and Rudy Gobert. That's facts. I feel and like, then they struggle. Yeah, go ahead, Rico. Nah, I feel like I feel like the Jazz, like, that's crazy. I feel like they probably did that to probably like keep Mike Conley a little like happy or something. Cause like I don't know. He's this is not this isn't his season. And I know they're hoping he could turn like he could turn the corner, but like they the team definitely performs better with Joe Ingles out there. So like moving him to the bench wasn't a good idea. Yeah, and like ever since Mike Conley came back from injury, they've been struggling again. I mean I mean, when you think about it, they really like I mean, man, this this trade did not work out for them at all whatsoever. Cause like, they have that big Mike Conley contract now. I mean, they could have had Jay Crowder. They could have kept their pick. That pick would have been Brandon Clark, who's been killing it in Memphis. Shout out to yeah, he's he's a bucket. And yeah, they could have kept some depth. I mean, hopefully Mike Conley turns it around. But maybe it's just old age. Cause Mike Conley is not that young he doesn't have fresh legs anymore so hmm. and he's been battling injuries this year too so yeah that never helps he had a good little run last and, week or two and, weeks ago yeah he was he had a couple couple ge- good games off the bench but yeah they've been struggling this was the grizzlies were very smart for getting rid of him so early though i mean not early but they, they were smart for making that move yeah they got rid of him just in time literally right, right before he started the great and i mean he was getting old but for me so He's a veteran guard at this point. Facts. All right. Next story we got is Malik Monk suspended indefinitely for violating the anti-drug program. So I just want to make this clear. It wasn't weed. We know that for sure. Because it says suspended indefinitely. And indefinitely is even more than what John Collins and DeAndre Ayton got for what they were doing. So who knows what Malik Monk was doing? Because I don't know if you guys noticed, like, before All-Star break, he was basically poop. And then he came back from All-Star break, and he was averaging, like, 18 oh, points th- per game. <laughs> yeah, he did start wilding. Yeah. He started wilding right, out of man. nowhere. So they drug tested because he started wilding, son? Yo, they not right, son. <laughs> nah, they've been doing it. They drug tested I know they drug tested Bill for the same thing. That's crazy. <laughs> and they, they, find, mean, they, actually, they actually found a drug in the system that had him averaging 30 for the last few games. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> But, I mean, Bill, Bill came back clean, but Malik Monk, I don't know I don't what he was doing. Do I don't know I really what don't drugs, drugs average 30, though, bro. Like, word. You have to make those shots to begin with. I don't know, but they found something in Malik Monk's system, and he's out indefinitely. They said until he comes into compliance with the anti-drug program. So who knows what he's on and... Well, how serious what he's doing? So, yo, someone, someone, once someone find out what drug he's doing, just let me know. <laughs> I got a few matches to play. I got, a, I got a few people to place some money for, so I, I gotta find out. I don't mm. know what drug can make you average thirty points. Oh, I don't know how much he was averaging. I don't know he was walling. 
who Malik Monk, he was averaging like 18, 18 points per game or something. They dropped him for 18 points? Because he was bumming it up the rest of the season. That's yeah, why. You're right, you're right, you're right. That's like, you, <laughs> like, come, you, out can't be like... <laughs> you come out of nowhere, six straight games, you're averaging like 18. Like, bro, where did that come from? You're right about that. I don't know. That's that's definitely strange right there. All right, we got um Leon Rose is expected to take over as the Knicks president tomorrow. One thing of note is that he is a player agent, and some of his clients in, include like Joel Embiid and other high-profile NBA players. So he's well connected into the NBA um, player pool. So who knows what happens with that? Who cares? It's the Knicks. Um. Anyways, <laughs> and we got some more injury news. Embiid is out with a shoulder sprain. He will be reevaluated in a week. And Ben Simmons has a nerve impingement in his back, and the timetable for his return is unknown. So some scary stuff over there for the Sixers. Not looking really well right now. I mean, they're relying on Shake Milton, Tobias Harris, and Al Horford to carry the the scoring load as of late. Shout out to Shake Milton. Dropped 39 today in the loss. But, um, yeah, this... This injury news is not coming at a good time for the Sixers. As we know, they've been battling chemistry issues this whole this whole year, and the fit just hasn't seemed to be meshing well with all their pieces. And definitely having an injury right before playoff time is not is not is not is not good for like their playoff chances. I mean, they're trying to get into that four spot to get the home court advantage, but they might be stuck in that fifth spot. Hopefully they don't slip down to six, but yeah. The good thing about injuries around this time, I mean, for them, like the, the positive I see to this is that they get to see like who's good off their bench or who they could play in the playoffs or feel yeah. me, who, who they could who they could sneak out, out of nowhere in the playoffs or they can make some extra pickups, stuff like that. So that's the only positive part to it but otherwise like that's really sick to have both your stars especially on defense because those are both defensive stars right there so i know i mean they're gonna get more threes up now with ben out but still like i'm more con- i'm more concerned with the the simmons one because Embiid is just a, a slight shoulder sprain they said no structural damage was found but it, ben, ben simmons they said timetable is unknown so yeah that ben that's, really that's scary that's scary and this is back too right yeah that's that's very scary. Um, I hope I hope I just hope for the best for them. I I mean, still in the playoff picture. Someone else in the East has a chance, but yeah, we'll speak about the playoff picture a little later anyway. So I ain't gonna touch okay. on that right now. Um, Kelly Oubre towards meniscus got a lot of injury news this week, guys. Yeah, that was a sad one though because it's a very salty week though. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. A lot of these, a lot of injuries. Kelly Uber is very salty, and he's wilding. Uh, yeah, he was really wilding. He like he's having a good season, and to see him go down, that's that's kind of just kind of sad. How did he do it? I don't even, do I don't do even it? remember because I didn't see the injury when it happened. I just saw the news of it, and I was like, oof, that's tough. And I feel like that kind of took some, some, some of the spirit out of the Suns as they've been laying some eggs lately. Like they lost to the Warriors the other day. I mean, if you lose to the Warriors these days. It's not looking good for you. And they're trying to fight for that last playoff spot, but it's not looking good. Mm, yeah, it's clear for that playoff spot. 
you ain't gonna sit here and lie to nobody. This clip for that play on spot. Um, yeah, it is. He's having a great season, though. Even after my Wizards traded him, which I don't understand why we did that, but because the Wizards are confident. <laughs> Anyways, it's never my Wizards right now. But, um, like I was saying, um, <laughs> I was really interrupted by non-Wizards fans. Um, <laughs> hopefully, I just hope for the best for him. I mean, quick recovery to him. He was wild in the season. Hopefully, he could come back because ACL injuries are hard to come back from. For a fact, meniscus. Yeah, that's hard meniscus. to come back from too. Meniscus. All right. It 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 depends though. It depends on the person. I feel like that mm-hmm. injury. That's, that's also a fact. It also depends. I mean, he's strong, so we are gonna see what happens. We gonna see. We can only hope for the best. But injuries at this time, like at this time of the season, are literally the worst. Facts. Especially with playoffs. Especially if you're trying to make the playoffs. Like, Trouble has been dealing with that all year. So I know they're happy right now. Like, yeah, we're going to get an engine now about time. Because they've been dealing with that all year. But I can only hope for the, only hope for the best, really. All right. Now we got our main. This is what I've been waiting for this season. Like, this type of this type of drama in the NBA. This type of beef in the NBA. We got Harden versus Giannis. This has been cooking up for some time now. Um, so we all know Giannis, he picked Kemba and he said he didn't pick Harden in the all-star game because he wanted someone who who will pass him the ball. Harden has something to say on that later. Um, we also have Giannis. He said after that all-star game, he said that their game plan was to target whoever um had whoever Harden was guarding on defense. Then Harden said just a couple um a couple days ago, he said he wishes that he was seven foot and could run and dunk and says that requires no skill. That same day, Giannis proceeds to have a great game against Oklahoma City without Middleton, um, scoring 32 points, 13 rebounds, two for, two for four from three, and was a plus 44 on the court with the Bucks. And I think they beat the Thunder by, like, I think it was like 47 they beat them by. So, yeah, he had his way. I mentioned that game, thank you. Don't mention, oh, don't mention that score. We're not going to say that score on, on TV, no. And then after Harden said that, Harden proceeded to have a horrible game against the Boston Celtics. 21 points on 29% from the field. That so, wasn't a horrible game. Don't do that. Harden didn't have a bad game against the Celtics? No. 21 points on 29%? He won because of Russ. You can't say things uh, like that. Because Harden had a points though, So he won. Harden had a full stat line. He had 21 points on 29% from the field. That's horrible. Okay, read the rest of the stats, though. Hold up. Let me see it. But anyways, I feel like Russ has been... He's been, he's, he's been playing really well lately. And it's because... I don't know if it... It has to do with the five-out lineup, but I think it's also because of like his shot selection as of recently, too. Like, he stopped mm-hmm. taking a lot of those bad threes, those long twos. He's been getting a lot of his points in the paint. I saw a stat the other day. It was um, he's averaging like twenty paint points per game in like the last two months or so. So he's been just getting to the basket. He's been like a point center in a way, cause like he's the one that's rolling to the basket and stuff like that. So, yeah. Word, I could say Westbrook. Yeah, he. I mean, he definitely he uh, picked up his play, and he's he's a. Yeah, definitely, because that five-ball off offense seems to be working for them. And, like, he's definitely grabbing the boards. 
because you know he's always been good at grabbing rebounds, but now like you could, it's just helping them team. It's just helping the team get more wins. And, yeah. Uh, but not much you could really say on the Rockets. Yeah, yeah, West Westbrook he had forty one eight and five that game on sixteen for twenty seven shooting, one for two from three, only took two threes, eight for twelve from the free throw line. Shout out to our Robert Covington had sixteen and sixteen. Shout out to him for real. Didn't peep, I didn't peep that. Three blocks. I know he was. I know he was he, keyed out. with the box recently. Yeah, and PJ Tucker was. Oh man, Boston could not box out anybody that game. PJ Tucker just kept grabbing offensive rebound after offensive rebound. I feel like that's what killed the Celtics in that game. That five was really working better than anybody expected. They only lost like two games, right? I think they eleven and two. I feel they like it's working. I feel like it's working because it's like catching teams off guard on like a single given night. But I feel like when it gets to playoffs, when like a team has time to like prep for it for like four or five straight games, I feel like they may be able to figure out like a way to defend it better. Cause when you when you when you planning for it on an off like on a random play, like on a random Thursday night, it's like I right, this plan not might work today, but we don't have to worry about it for like for the rest of the season. But in a playoff series, you end up having to plan for it and then you end up you end up you end up discovering certain stuff in their schemes that you can exploit and stuff like that. So I mean, I feel like you have more time in the playoffs, but teams definitely scout teams and game plan for them. Well, ahead of time, yeah, because they know what the playoff matchups are probably going to be. Unless it's like a back-to-back or something like that. Teams try to yeah. ahead, even, even in the regular season. Like the bigger teams, they, I feel like the bigger teams worry more about seeding. Maybe like the um teams like five and below don't really care too much. Don't really yeah. game plan as much as like the top seeds. But I mean, with the playoffs, it's just it's more time to figure out how to guard it. And this is the perfect segue because we finished up with all our headlines and let's get into who we think are going to be the playoff seeds in the East. So let's start with the East right now. We'll take a, take a look at the standings. We got the Bucks. They're pretty much locked in to that one seed at 52 and eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently on a six game win streak. We we all expect them to stay in that spot. The question with the Bucks is if they're gonna hit 70 wins or not, but mm-hmm. that's yeah. another question Mm-mm. for another time. Mm-mm. That's not happening. You don't I don't see so? it happening. I could put money on it. I don't see it happening. They're gonna lose somebody. They're gonna lose to a game somehow. They got to. <clears throat> Cause they got 20 games. I don't think they're gonna go on another win streak. Especially with what? I don't know how the schedule look. I gotta see their schedule too. Well, they, win, too they, they win games without Giannis too. Some oh. nights. Mm, they're crazy. five. They're five and one without Giannis this season. Wow, that's pretty good. But um, I don't know. I don't see them getting seventy wins in twenty. Yeah, like twenty more games left. So I don't know. I'm. I mean, I gotta see their schedule really to really before I really sit here and say, oh yeah, they're definitely not gonna do that. But I don't see it happening. Me personally, just because mm-hmm. I know fatigue happens and. They, they, play a lot of, they play they play a lot of tough a lot of team a lot of playoff teams in the next right, so yeah I don't see it happening so. but they've been beating a lot of the good teams this season anyway so like they got Miami coming up tomorrow then they got the Pacers then they got the Lakers then they got the Suns the Nuggets Celtics Warriors Heat Grizz Wizards Pistons Rockets, Wizards, and then Mavericks. Rockets game will be something else. Oh yeah, that one's Rockets Wednesday game gonna be on everyone gonna want to turn into that one. Oh yeah, Wednesday night. It's Wednesday. Yeah, it's gonna go crazy. It's on oh, the twenty sixth, twenty fifth. Oh yeah, 
But um, let's get into the next um team. Right now, Toronto is at the two seed, and they're one game, they're half game up on the Celtics for that seed. I don't know. I feel like it's a toss up between Toronto and Boston for that second seed. Who do we think yeah, that's gonna get toss up? Right? Yeah, because I feel like either one of them could slip into that spot. But I mean, uh, I feel like Boston been dealing with like some minor injuries with Kemba being out. But Jason Tatum is playing really good. Marcus Smart we'll too. To see. Yeah, Marcus. I mean, Marcus Smart. Yeah. Been wilding lately. And Toronto. Toronto's been shown to like be really steady this year. Really, really deep too. Because like when they've had Gasol out for almost this whole season, and you probably couldn't even tell because like they've been able to slip guys in into that spot. They've played OG Ananobi at center sometimes. They play um Serge Ibaka, Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Siakam, Chris Boucher. So I mean, I feel like they just and, and Ananobi. They both been like Ananobi's been having some crazy games. Yeah, he yeah, had the game he had today. Crazy, he had a crazy game today. Thirty-two, seven rebounds and seven steals. Yeah, so, that's just wild. And and you know what's crazy about Toronto? Toronto's been sort of able to replace the development of Kawhi last year with Siakam's develop with with Siakam's um scoring and ability. And they've been able to replace Siakam's ability from last year with OG and Anobi. Like Siakam has become the Kawhi, and OG has kind of become the Siakam this year. But, and I mean, Kyle like... still Kyle a bum. <laughs> continue. <laughs> the Kyle, nah, I definitely agree. But uh, I mean, he does he does what it takes. This is a pretty solid team. Fred VanVleet, he's he's been doing he's that like facts. Yeah, he's just been playing. He's having a good season, and I feel like that boy like, about to get paid. Yeah, for a fact. Uh, like, who knows? Maybe he might leave. True, yeah. true. He already got that chip, so yeah. But but yeah, um, Toronto and Boston. I feel like they'll stay in that two three range, and then we got Miami at four. They're one and a half games up on Philly for that fifth spot, but Philly's been dealing with these injuries, so I feel like Philly might. We might get ourselves a Philly versus Miami first round series with Miami getting home court. I want to see that. Definitely taking that. Miami's definitely taking that. That's a fact. I feel like yeah, they would, but I feel like it's gonna be like a six game series. You're gonna end up looking up Ben Simmons if he comes back for a fact. I know that. <laughs> you're gonna end up doing that somehow, and the MD go get embarrassed by Bam somehow. Like it's just <laughs> a game at least. That's a fact. The team is just, and then Al Horford is just gonna sell out. Jimmy, Jimmy's gonna go. Al Horford gonna be the only one to perform. Jimmy Tobias gonna be the only one to perform. <laughs> and I just think Ben gonna sell one game. I know MD gonna sell, and Butler gonna go off almost every game for some reason. They gonna be but ice with Ben. <laughs> the but top of the line. Yeah. But there is a chance that Indiana takes over that fifth spot because they only a, a half game behind Philly, and Philly's been struggling as of late. So. The only way Indiana gonna be relevant is if that boy um take that get back on pace. My gosh, Oladipo. Mm-hmm. If he get back on pace, I can see them doing something with that team. Cause they, they was winning without him. So. And then we got Orlando at the seventh seed. They're probably gonna stay there. And then Brooklyn at the. I mean, Orlando and Brooklyn could flip flop between the seventh and the eighth seed because they're like. The records are basically the same. Orlando's twenty seven thirty three right now. Brooklyn's twenty six and thirty three. That's crazy. I didn't even know Orlando was the seventh seed. That's actually crazy. <laughs> like, 
because they get they get no media they get no media they get no national tv games and we don't see them we don't see them until they get into the first until we get until they get into the playoffs yeah that's that's crazy i mean they've been dealing with a lot of injuries with john isaac too but that's crazy that and the nets on that's the nets that's cra- the nets eighth seed they've been dealing with injuries too but yeah mm. Yeah, it's a toss up for real. And then Washington is fighting for the eighth spot at nine. They're four. They're four games out of eight. I don't see them getting it. Sorry, Kev. <sighs> I'm not gonna say too much. It's all about to get back. It's all about to get back. That's all I'm gonna say. It's all about to get back. All right, now we get into the West. We got Los Angeles Lakers. Probably gonna stay at that one seed, forty-six and thirteen right now. Five and a half games up on Denver. Uh Denver and Clippers are basically tied for that that second seed though. They're 41 and 19 each. So I don't know. Does um so okay. For seeding, if the Clippers stay at that three, do they end up playing the Lakers in the second round then, if that happens? Cause hmm, not sure. possibly. Because then seeding matters then. Because I feel like if you're the Clippers, you want to stay away from the Lakers as, as like for as long as possible until like that last round. That's, yeah, that, yeah, that's true. That's true. I feel like because I'm like, trying to see how the seeding plays out. So it's one versus eight, and then it's two versus seven, three versus six, and then four versus five. No, it's the four versus five matchup that plays the one versus the um, the one versus the eight matchup. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it should be the ones playing them. So whoever that is, I think that's between the Clippers and the Mavs or the Rockets. Now the I haven't looked at the standings in a minute. Yeah, right now Mavericks are seventh. Mavericks are seventh right now. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. I think that Mavericks is gonna go up to like six or five though before the season is over, possibly. Possibly. Yeah, the four five matchup plays the one eight, w- the winner of the one eight one. So well, I, I don't want to see the Lakers and Clippers to the conference finals, though. Personally. And if then if see see it doesn't even matter if the, if the Denver or the Clippers gets the two or the three seed then because they won't see they won't see them until that last round then. Yeah, that's true. But, but then I, it could, I, we could, we have a potential for a Houston versus LA second round matchup then. That'll still be Gucci though. It yeah, would be. Who do we think takes that one then? Oh, that's um, I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with the sleepers. I'm gonna go with the Rockets. You're asleep for real. I don't know. I feel like just because, just because they they know what they're doing, and it's, I just think the Rockets. At the end of the day, you have to realize they've only lost in the conference finals for the last few years. Not like they got kicked out first round. So, I mean, it's a different team now. But they're playing better for some reason, and they have Russell Westbrook now. So, I think Russell Westbrook and James Harden got something to prove. So, I'll take the Rockets over the Clips for that. Rock, I mean, Game Seven though, over the Lakers. I mean, in the second round, over oh, the Lakers. Yeah, the oh, versus Lakers the in the second round. Rather the Clippers. After the Clippers. Nah, because Clippers wouldn't face the Lake. Because the um, see, right now the four-five matchup is Houston versus Utah. We all assume that Houston is going to beat Utah, so then they would probably face the Lakers in the second round. So that's why I said Houston versus the Lakers. 
Lakers, I get into Lakers now. <laughs> I know LeBron James. Yeah, nah, yeah, LeBron not playing a lot. Yeah, we know LeBron yeah. James, and to sit here and just him would not be fair. Yeah, didn't bro. the Lakers beat the um, Rockets or did they lose? They, nah, they lost. They lost the last matchup. Um, well, but mean, they I beat them like the LeBron first time. Break that down. Yeah, you know we know LeBron how like um analytical he well, is. They just the five out with eighty at the five. They can't have yeah. Dwight or Javale in the game. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, Actually, they can though, because like Dwight, Dwight got, I mean, no, they all got playoff experience. So. <laughs> um, Dudley better not be playing no minutes in that playoff series. <laughs> I better I not see him that. touch that court. I would I turn off the that. television. <laughs> yeah, he definitely was frying Ben Simmons. That one game, yeah, that one good game. <laughs> Came out next game, getting text. He was something hot, son. But yeah, um, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City actually has the chance to take over that fifth seed and play Houston in the first round. I feel like that would be a way better matchup. I don't know. Than, I feel. I don't know. I feel like if the Rockets see the Thunder, I got my boy. I got my CP in the in the Thunder being them. I don't know. I see that as being an upset. I don't know. I feel like that five out. That low key is right now, possible. It's yeah. possible. Well, me, I'm gonna put all my money on my team, so I'm going with the Thunder. Because you know what it is. If you made it. Mean something. The lineup that um that's one of the, like the top lineups in like the whole NBA is the lineup that the Oklahoma City closed with with Chris Paul. Dennis, Shea, Gallinari, and um, Steven Adams. I feel like that's a pretty good lineup to put out against Houston, too. I mean, you got Steven Adams. He could beat up down low on um, Robert Covington and P.J. Tucker. And then you, yeah. got the, you got the three guards in Gallinari out there that can space the floor and whatnot. So and Chris Paul always been taking over in crunch time this year, too. Yeah, and Shea's been playing. Shea's been playing. Too. We just got to hope Chris Paul to become glass. Chill. He's been pretty good this year, and he's, he's he said he's good. he said this year he's on a plant based diet, and that his his body has felt the best that it's been in a long exactly. time. So. Boy's, boy's vegan now, bro. He's out. <laughs> yeah, we can feed it, son. <laughs> Yo, but um, um, what you call it? We got Dallas at the seventh seed. I mean, they could even take over the fifth seed too. I mean, they're only a game behind for the fifth seed. I mean, these standings are really close to see. I mean, it could flip flop by the like some of these games at the end of the season could really decide like where seeding is, and I feel like that matters for certain teams. Cause like Denver versus Dallas, I feel like Dallas could upset as a seven seed. Nah, I'm not seeing Denver. that. I, ain't I feel seen like that. they could. Cause I think Denver got something to prove. I don't know, never know, but it's Denver though, and they always proven to us like they they just be selling out sometimes. Denver I think be it's Playoffs. Oh now, they definitely do be signing the playoffs, but I, I don't think like, so every single year. It's like the mascots to any team, though. That they're just that team where it could happen. True. Because you never know. Luka get hot for the series, and then boom. That's true. I think. Okay, I was asking this question at work. I just want to ask you real quick. When the playoffs start, how much points do I see Luka averaging? Uh, I feel like he's gonna average like. Probably like 25, maybe. I said the same amount. Like like 27. Like 27, 25, right? 27 is a possibility too, yeah. If he's wild, I say 27. Because I, I, I feel like, like, yeah. I feel like it depends on Porzingis' production as well. Um, no, he's going to be the biggest factor, I think. I'm going to be that one guy that say 30. That's 30? his team and he's taking the shots. That's too. I'm not going to say no. I say 25, 27 is more realistic, really. I, I just I feel like he's he taking all the shots on that team. So. True. But I feel like if Porzingis get it going, then he might he might have to feed him, and then you could just split the responsibilities between them of scoring. Not worrying. I feel like when teams like playing 
like for him, like on a date, like on a series for like series and stuff. I don't know because like we've seen Luca get upset in some games when when like, teams are game planning against like, him, when shots aren't falling. So I mean, yeah. So, yeah. so maybe I, I mean he's still gonna be wilding. So that's what I'm saying. Maybe 27, 25. But like I just don't. Maybe maybe the thirty. Who knows really? But, X yeah. factor on the Mavericks. Seth Curry. I don't know if y'all remember last year in the port in the playoffs for Portland, how how well he was producing, how much of an X factor he was down the stretch when they were in that um seventh game seven game series against um Denver, and yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about Seth Curry. Let's do X factors for each team, man. Let's talk about that. Um, wait, I want to get to the to to the eight seed race right now because it's pretty interesting. Um, we have Memphis still holding on. I mean, they're dealing with injuries right now. They've got um, Jaron Jackson Jr. He's out two weeks. We got Brandon Clark. He's out two weeks. So, I mean, if Memphis could still hold on till those guys get back, I mean, then I feel like they can hold on to that for the rest of the season then because they're holding on right now, and I don't know. And then we got New Orleans. They're right behind them, three games back. Um, Sacramento is also three games back, and so is San Antonio. <sighs> San and Sacramento. I don't know. Yeah, Sacramento came out of nowhere. I didn't even see them, but they got the same record as the Pelicans right now. Yeah, okay, they came out of nowhere. Man. I thought they were done. <laughs> but shout out to Sacramento for pulling up right, right you know, now. It's crazy. They do that almost every other like every year they do that though. Like they come out of nowhere. Like the ninth seed, tenth seed for like the last few years. Yeah, last year was the most surprising because they almost got that eight seed. They almost yeah. got it. Wasn't like one game away? They were like like two or three, I think. Some games didn't go their way towards the end of the season. I knew it was clipped, but yeah, San Antonio's still holding on. They still three games back, but Portland, Portland's been oof, th- three game losing streak. Lost um, lost seven out of their last um, ten. Not looking good for them, especially with this Damian Lillard injury. I don't know when he's supposed to come back, but. It did not come at the right time, so yeah, that was a bad injury for them because they was already fighting for this for the spot when Dame was there. Facts down doesn't make it any better for them. Yeah, as soon as he went down, I was like, it's 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 clip for them because like they're already dealing with so many injuries this year, and then that one was just like another punch to the gut. So yeah, yeah. but definitely, I feel like. It's definitely it's gonna be like Memphis. Not it's gonna be Memphis or like the Pelicans secure that AC to me. I don't think Sacramento will be able to like snag it. Yeah, and I don't know because like Pelicans got the easiest schedule going forward for the rest of the season. So a lot of people are like, it's gonna be them. But you could easily you could easily lose to a bad team or a team that you're expected to beat on any given night because that's just how the NBA goes. So it's not a guarantee just because the strength of schedule that. They're gonna be able to secure that eight spot from the Grizzlies. Yeah, I mean, and like, again, got the Zion. Hardest. What happened? Now nah, it was Zion. True, but okay, Rico, go ahead. Nah, I mean, I was just saying. Um, nah, never mind. I can't remember. All right, but um, Kev said he wants to get into the um. X factors for each team. So we're gonna start from we're gonna start from the east or the west. All right, let's start in the east. East, Milwaukee, easy. X factor is Eric Bledsoe. He cannot bum it up again. Uh, he he just can't. 
he dead be selling. <laughs> he can't do that again. He was horrible in that um Toronto series last year. He shot like 29% from the field. So that just can't happen again because the X Factor, I think to me, I think it might be um Middleton. Yeah, he's gotta perform too because he, he was bad Middleton Middleton just gotta be there every too. game though. And he gotta be prepared to take the load when they start getting Giannis. Like he gotta be prepared to be there for the double teams, etc. But that team is a very scary team. So they're yeah, deep though. Very yeah, they're deep. deep. So even if even if Bledsoe isn't really performing to like his peak abilities, I feel like they could just take him out and plug in George Hill. Because George Hill's a way more reliable option than Bledsoe. The good thing is they don't need a point guard to win, but they have Giannis go run a point. So that's a good thing. True. All right. Toronto X Factor. Who Oof. we got there? OG. Yeah, I was going to say OG too. OG. Kyle, I don't expect him to do nothing, so I ain't going to mention him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we all know Kyle is like, he's reliable. That's what he yeah, is. Yeah, he's, he's reliable here and there. Yeah. You don't say here and there, but I'm going to go with OG. I think OG going to have to be the defender, all of that. He has to defend the best people. Him and Siakam. Of course, but specifically OG though. I think OG got to do. And something I feel like he's more of an X factor because we didn't get to see what he could do in the playoffs last year. He was out for the whole playoffs basically last year. Basically, and, so yeah, and we we all saw what Siakam could do. We all saw what um, Fred Van Vliet could do. The thing with Siakam though is that we have to see if Siakam can embrace that number one role in the playoffs and if if he could take over a game late in the game because he didn't have to do that last year. We they had Kawhi, so mm-hmm. he was just there as like a release valve. For whatever pressure was coming on to Kawhi, he could just like pass it off to Siakam. Siakam would like make the right read, make the right play. But this year, it's Siakam that's going to be in charge of making those those plays and like dumping it off to somebody else if like it gets too rough down the stretch. Yeah, and I feel like that player is going to be OG. It could be, yeah, yeah. I feel like if he's hitting his shots, definitely. Um, and Anobi plays good defense, and he seems to he can hit that jump shot sometimes. Some, yeah. some he has good games sometimes, and I'm like he's he's like a good slasher. So definitely, I feel like he can that one piece for that team. Late stretches, possibly. All right, um, Boston X Factor. Um, I would say I would have said Jason Tatum probably a couple weeks ago before he started going off on this stretch, but I feel like he's the star of the team now. So. I don't know. I feel like the X factor is Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward's got to be the most consistent. He's got to be very. He's got to be consistent because he he sometimes he'll fade into the background of things, and he won't really like attack when he needs to attack. Because I saw some of that in the Houston game. Like he just was like, kind of like, just fading out into the background, and he wasn't really doing anything. Like, like some people were saying he should have attacked James Harden more on defense because like. He's able to. He has the size and he has like the skill and the um the shot to do it. So it's like, why weren't you doing it? Like you could have taken advantage of that opportunity, but he wasn't. So I feel like he's the X factor for Boston going forward. Um, I think the X factor, which is this is a hard question for Boston. I, I have to put it between two people. I gotta put one on Hayward. Mm-hmm. Thinking, hey, we're gonna have to step as step up as a veteran on that team, and like, you know, 
gotta bring them to these games prepared. Um, and also, hmm, I was gonna nah. say Marcus Smart. Yeah, but definitely Marcus Smart. Yeah. Yeah, I think Marcus Smart, him off the bench, him being a six man is what they need. So I'm gonna go with Marcus Smart and Hayward. Really, I think them two gotta perform if they're gonna do anything. Hopefully. All right, um, Miami. I feel like this team has a lot of different X factors because it's like Bam. I think it's Bam. I think it's gonna be Bam. That's good. That's a good one to say too. And um, they say Bam though. What? What happened? Now I want to. I actually why he said Bam. Oh, I mean, cause Bam. I feel like he's he's showing like very flashes of. Versatile. I mean, he can. He's like he's passing the ball. I think he's averaging like seven assists or something like that. And he's he's getting a good amount of rebounds and he's scoring a lot too. And I feel like he's like playing the center position. He's he passes the ball really good for like a center. And I feel like if he's really playing well, that that would be a good piece for the for the Heat, especially going into the playoffs. For me, it's Miami shooters. You got Robinson. You got um, Hero. You got um, Jay Crowder, and another X factor is um, Andre Godala. They signed Andre. They they traded for Andre Godala for the playoffs, basically. So if he doesn't show up, play some good defense, hit some some spot up threes in timely moments, then I feel like that trade is. I mean, the trade works out in the end because they still got Jay Crowder, and I feel like Jay Crowder is going to be. A he's been piece. playing good. And I feel like he's going to be a big piece, like hitting threes, playing some good defense down the stretch. For them, so I feel like either way the trade kind of works, but the tr- the main piece of the trade was Andre Godala, and if that doesn't pan out, then it's like, eh. and he also signed him to that extension too. So, mm, for me, I think, oh man, it might have to be the young guys though. I think if the young guys perform, because here's the thing, no one's gonna expect the young guys to perform. In the playoffs, yeah. Yeah, no one's going to expect that. No one's going to expect Kendrick Nunn to drop back dirty. Oh, yeah, he's going to play his first playoffs ever. So I think it's depending on them, how they really – I think if they come through, even Hero, like Hero got to play well, of course. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to have to go with the young guys, the young core. And Iggy, of course, too. Iggy also plays a big role on any team he's been on so far. So Facts. So I got to give it to him, too. But if Iggy plays well, I'm no guarantee he's gonna win. Butler, of course, I think I know Butler gonna show up. He, he's there. Playoff time, Butler shows he's there. So, he, yeah. So that that alone, the fact that they're that high of a seed, you know, Butler doing his thing. So I don't gotta mention him being no no key player. He he's a star, but Bam also a star. But I think the young core. I know Bam gonna have a good game. The core is what I'm worried about. Facts. We don't know uh-huh. what's gonna happen, but yeah. Philadelphia, this is a fun team to talk about. <laughs> I think it's gonna be Tobias, not gonna lie. Mm. Yeah, Tob- Tobias or Al. Yeah. yeah, I say Al. I say it's Al because Al's he does Al's a lot been under a, he's been a lot he's been under a lot of scrutiny this year for not being able to um mesh with Joel Embiid. And like a lot of times people says he looks he looks lost out there. Like he doesn't know what to do because he's out of place on the court because of how this team is structured so it's like i don't know i feel like he's gonna have to just have to embrace the backup center role just some more but 
in the end, I feel like the best move for them going forward is to to uh, to move on from him because this was not the ideal fit at all. Yeah, Alfred definitely shouldn't have been on the Sixers. He he definitely they should have like picked up some more shooters. Facts. Like, they could have used that money for more shooters. But I understand why they did get Al Horford because, like, Al Horford used to give Je- Joel Embiid fits in the playoffs. So, <laughs> yeah, fits. That man was struggling so, him. So, yeah, that's that's the main reason why they got him. And plus, Horford that did a good job, quote unquote, good job on Giannis in the playoffs before, except for last year. But, yeah. So, nice, uh, Indiana. I think easy X factor is Victor Oladipo. Yeah, he's that's been, easy. He's been trying to find his way this year, and I feel like once they put it all together, then it's gonna be. That's a like that's like to say we don't know he got a performance they're gonna win because that's yeah. his uh, player, and he's not playing off the part right now. So yeah, he playing off the part. We don't know what's going on with that team. They got they got to win some games somehow. I mean that team is good overall. They bench is nice, so they're deep. That's a good thing about that team. They're deep. So we're gonna see what happens. Orlando. Okay. I think I'm gonna say Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross? Mm-hmm. I feel I'm like it's Mark. I was gonna say Markel or Aaron Gordon. Cause Aaron Gordon too, for a fact. Yeah. Aaron Gordon been playing well recently too. Yeah. He's had a few good games. Yeah, he had a 25, 10, and six game, and then he had a 17, it, 11. Ever since they greased him from the dunk contest, he started wilding. He had a triple double actually against Minnesota. So triple double, that's nice body. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, if he can like put up performances, not a triple double, but like, could be a good, consistent scorer, rebound the ball well, pass well, then I feel like he can, he can, um, he could be an X factor for that team, because his averages in the season are 14.4 points per game, 7.6 rebounds, 3.5 assists, about a steal a game, half a block. His shooting is not that is not that good though. Forty three point three percent from the field, thirty one point three from three. So, I feel like those numbers bump up, then they'll be okay. Because we all know, because we because we all know Vucevic will give you the scoring. Ross will give you some scoring. Markel will give you some scoring, some playmaking. Evan Fournier will give you some scoring, but Aaron Gordon's like the do it all guy. So. I mean, mm-hmm. after All Star break, he's had some good games, but I don't know we'll see. Yeah. Also, Fournier got to step up his game too. He's been playing the whole season. He's he's been a good scorer, but otherwise, he got to start for the playoffs. He got to play some defense. They got to play some defense over there. Yeah. Of course, Markel is also a big thing too, but yeah. I think Markel's gonna do okay. Because this will Markel. be Markel's first time in the playoffs because he was with the team last year, but he didn't play in the playoffs last year with them. But this mm. year he's playing, and he's he's a starter this year, so. Okay, so I see. We gotta just hope for the. I mean, I don't see them going past the first round. So. Of course not. Of course not. No man. The next seed now. Um, last one is Brooklyn at the eighth seed. X factor for this team. I don't I even know. Cause I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna say Karis Levert. Yeah, I'd say him too. Karis Levert, because when he plays good, that team is way better, like ten times better. And oh yeah, for a fact, he's very iffy. He's an iffy player. Because yeah. he be having his games where he would drop 30 on you, 35, and have a little run where he just dropped like a little five points, 15 points. So he got yeah. he got to average of the 20 points to me. He can. I've seen him do it. I know he could do it. So 
Too bad they're gonna get stomped out by Milwaukee in the first round. Though. <laughs> they're gonna murder the Nets. Oh, it's gonna be a blowout <laughs> yeah, every man. other game, bro. It's gonna be nasty. I don't want to be. She's giving my buy, to be honest. Honestly, like just or automatic sim sim the first round. Like let's just next get that year. Done next year we won't be saying that though. Oh yeah, next year we won't be saying that. So I'm happy. Of course. All right, Lakers X Factor, first seed in the West. Oh yeah, I already know who I'm saying. I know I think I know who you're gonna say too. Kuzma. Mm-hmm. Kuzma if Kuzma be... don't step it, if Kuzma don't step it up and average at least 15 points, I mean, listen, you don't need Kuzma because they have LeBron James. So you don't need no Kuzma, but like if he steps it up. I was talking with Rico. We was watching the Lakers game before we started the um the pod today, and then um I was like, like if Kuzma don't produce in a series, like they're gonna the Lakers fans are gonna call for his head, like. Yeah, because cause like that say trade. one series like he like someone just exposed like someone just exposes a matchup against him defensively, and like he doesn't produce on the offensive end, then it's just gonna be see you later, Kuzma, because that's it. Yeah, it's gonna look real bad for him because if there's like really like a series where Kuzma just gets exposed. And like he doesn't like step up his game for like the playoffs, like with all the attention to LA, and like especially like what they did, what happened to like someone like Jr. when he just like messed up. That time. He's not in the NBA no more after that, son. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> they kick him out the NBA. This ain't not, bro. You can't play here no more. <laughs> he got to go, Jr. They, get, they really kicked him out the league, and then they give him another chance to come back. To even make up for what he did, that BS he did. But yeah, um, yeah, Kuzma's the X factor for the Lakers. That's awesome. I think for, I think for Denver, I think we all know who the X factor for Denver is. You going to Michael Porter, aren't you? Yeah, of course, bro. And I'm gonna say I'm I'm not gonna agree with you. I'm gonna go with Will Barton. Mm. Michael Porter, he adds a different dynamic Will to this Martin, Denver team. Crazy. Definitely does. He's a six oh, ten scoring forward, like, bro. He has a beautiful jump shot. He could score from wherever on the court. It's just that the coach Mike Malone. I don't understand why he does this. Like he'll he'll be on a stretch where Michael Porter Jr. will be getting like consistent minutes, and you'll see Michael Porter's numbers, and you'll be like, "Yo, Michael Porter's like really playing well right now." And then for the he next game, <laughs> he'll sit him out, and like he'll play him like like five minutes, six minutes, eight minutes. It's like. You serious? Like you doing this to him right now? Like you know he could produce for your team, and then like you just gonna expect to throw him into the fire in the playoffs? Like you can't, you can't just do that. You gotta like prep him for that by like giving him consistent minutes on a consistent basis, seeing what he could do, and then when playoffs come, that's when you like really start to bump it up. Then because that that's when he's really gonna be in come in handy for this team. I mean, yeah, I feel like he's the X factor for this team because he adds a different dynamic to. To um, what they have out there, you could play him at the three. You could play him at the four. So it's like, pick your poison. Word, I could, I could respect that. But I mean, Denver could also. I feel like it's like Jamal Murray or something. He's still yeah. consistent, really streaky. No, he definitely Jamal Murray for a fact. And I Harris think. too. Harris has been awful oh, this year. Oh, yeah, Gary whole- Harris. He's been like a no show this season. I ain't gonna say no show. He's had a few good games, uh, bro. Yeah, he's horrible. Thirty-one percent from three. He was looking not. They were saying he was gonna like step it up. Like I don't know. There was like they was basically saying he was on that like he was on that like positive. He was on that good role of like becoming like a better NBA player. 
And then like this season, he kind of just like disappeared. Yeah, this season he fell off all the way. How much he averages season? I know he's been shooting bad. Ten. Blood fire. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 bad. Yeah, it You're is solid, bad. Bro. I, I I expect me in my eyes. As a shooting guard, I believe you should average 15 points if you want to be Yeah, Will Barton averages like 15 a game. So it's Yeah, like... that's why I think Will Barton still should but be. But Gary Harris is just... Ugh. The only reason I said Will Barton because he's like, he's one of the few closers on that team. And he got to show up, not only in the clutch, like he got to show up all game. Feel me? Flex. So I, I feel like know. they, I feel like the trade though with Minnesota kind of killed their depth because like even when Gary Harris was performing bad, nah, I they say still that. They, they still had Beasley on the bench and they could nah, put him in for, I for forgot Harris. Though. Jordan McRae is actually good. Jordan McRae just got bought out today. What? He's going to the Suns. <laughs> Why would they do that? He wanted to. He asked for it. I mean, he he's gonna he was playing good on the Wizards, so that's how I know about him because I, I know I he's a bucket. I know so, he's a bucket. I saw I saw a couple of his high scoring performances. I know he can how, score. How would they get rid of him? Bye. He asked for the bought up buyout. He probably sees a better opportunity in Phoenix to get more minutes, probably. So that's what he wants. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying the trade killed their depth because they had Beasley on the bench with Gary Harris was having a really bad game. Now, if you go to the bench, who's coming in for him? Um, what was it again? That trade, Kieta Bates, Diop, and Noah Vonley. Okay, Noah Vonley is not, I mean, not no shooting guard, so otherwise, Gary Harris. I mean, he's been playing better to, to me when I've been watching him play, so we mm. really hope that, that that continues to the playoffs. But I think the biggest is also Murray got to show up why he got that bread. Yeah, he got to be consistent and show exactly, show exactly why he got that bread. Yeah. Um, Clippers biggest X factor for them. Oh, that's a hard one, really. <laughs> I'm jacked that's at Matt Marcus Morris. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Morris, Mavic, no, not even. No, it's crazy. Hard. And I'm about to say a, it. They got a super deep team. Yeah, yeah, the team is way too deep. You know what's crazy? Hard. And it's sad I gotta say the name, but yeah, I know who I'm gonna say. Who? Paul, Paul George. George. Yeah, I was out of feelings, bro. No way, bro. Nah, Paul George is semi inconsistent in the playoffs. He, so. He's really inconsistent in the playoffs, bro. He does it all the time, bro. He, he comes in, has one hot game, bro, and after that, he's a no-show, bro. You got to stop playing him do this, bro. Now he does come, drop 40, the next game, I right, 11. I right, 10. <laughs> exactly. They have like a little 20, and they struggle. I couldn't believe, then he dropped like four for OKC for us. Like one time, like, I was like, I couldn't believe it. I saw the scoreboard, and I nearly fainted. And then this year, he's been struggling with injuries, so that, that doesn't help at yeah, all. It doesn't look good for him at all. But yeah, he. I feel like yeah, he definitely is the biggest X factor then, because I feel like if he can step up and produce on the same level as Kawhi consistently, then there's no yeah. stopping this Clippers team. Yeah, it's literally yeah, they're, they're, they're literally the deepest team in the league. Because right if we now. get if we get like the Paul George from last year in OKC in the regular season when he was on that stretch with Kawhi this year, if we get that together in the playoffs consistently at the same time, it's a wrap. That's but that's true. highly unlikely. But even even during the season, PG had these little stretches too. That's the scary part. But this season, he didn't have any of those stretches. That's the that's that's what's concerning. He didn't have any of those like crazy scoring stretches this year. He's and I don't know if it's really because he's on the team with Kawhi I, I, I or the injuries, but low management too. I hope so. You can only hope so. I think I, I don't know. 
I know there's no more load management in the playoffs, so they got to play every game. So we got to see how that work out. Um, But if it's not PG, oh, man. um, It's hard because that team is just deep. Yeah. Because they, they literally don't even need Kawhi to... <laughs> I mean, you can say you can say the X factor is Morris, Lou Williams, yeah, even Morris, even Lou, Shamit, Zubach for like a Lakers series. So I'm gonna go with the X factor is Doc Rivers. <laughs> I'm weak. Yeah, he's got to figure out that rotation. Who's gonna play certain nights and whatnot against certain matchups too. Exactly. I'm gonna go with Doc Rivers because he got to figure out. I think he is because Doc Rivers and this is, probably, this is probably his most talented team since the Celtics, that 08 Celtics team. Mm-hmm. My gosh, um, so we got. I think Doc Rivers is really who we got to worry about. See how he gonna rotate that. All right, next team, um, Rockets. Biggest X factor on the Rockets. I feel like it's Robert Harden Covington. and Westbrook. I'm dragging Robert Covington. I'm Robert Covington. I say it's Covington too because he's a five. So now he has to. Teams are gonna game plan on how to kill him. <laughs> I, the, the reason why I said um, Harden and Westbrook is I feel like they faced the most scrutiny for their postseason failures in the last four or five years, especially Westbrook with um, his um, his first round exits since Kevin Durant left. And then Harden, even though he's faced the Warriors all these times, like there's still certain moments that he still gets scrutinized for. And I feel like if both of them come out and produce and just shut everyone up, then they'll be good. But they got to do it. They got to do it consistently. And and with with um, Harden, he has to do it in closeout games too. Can't can't, about it, can't lack gotta, in those can't lack in those closeout games. But this Westbrook got to like take no threes for the whole playoffs. <laughs> don't, don't shoot that. <laughs> Not bro. even that, but just like know when Harden has it going too, and just let him cook because there was there was some times in the postseason like where like. I know we just talked about Paul George having a bad thing, but um, in that game where Dame hit the game winner against Paul George, Paul George was actually that was Paul George was having a really good game that game, and it was a it was a potential closeout game. It it was an actual closeout game for Portland, and OKC was trying to keep their season alive, and PG stepped up, but Westbrook kept taking a lot of bad shots down the stretch. So mm-hmm. I feel like for him, when he sees that Harden has it going, he just has to let him cook, and just let him take over. And close those games if it comes to that. And what and Harden has to let Westbrook cook too, because there's That's been times there's been times where Chris Paul has like had it going for a stretch, and then Harden comes in, the like those last two those two years that they were together, and Harden comes in and then it kind of kills CP3's flow a little bit. So they've got to just manage that in the postseason, and I feel like they'll be okay, because apparently their five out is working. So. But I feel like that's something that could be game planned against when you get deeper into the postseason as well. Also depends where they play first round, how good that defense is. Well, right now it could be right now. It's, we 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 said this before. It could be Utah, OKC, or even Dallas. So that worked out. Mm-hmm. That works out somehow. I'm as, I'm really excited for these playoffs, though. For a fact, facts. I'm really excited for these playoffs. The next team now. Um, next team is Utah. Biggest X factor, Rudy Gobert or Mike Conley. I feel like it's either one of those two. Reason I say Rudy Gobert first is because he's been exposed the last two times they played against Houston, and they're 
they're they're they're looking like they're going to face Houston again this year. So if it comes that, to that, I feel like Gobert is the X factor because I feel like he has to figure out a way to stay on the floor or Utah's just not going to have to play him. They got to play him. That's a star player. They do, but he struggles against Houston. If, like Even when they had Capella, they, he struggled, and he's been struggling ever since they had this five-out thing. So I feel like it's him or it's Mike Conley. Mike Conley has to figure out his role in this team on this team. Conley Duffy, I think he I think he might show up for the playoffs though. I just think he's holding himself back for the playoffs. Because he's had some good playoff performances over these past few years. Yeah, he had. He did. But this year has been a real struggle for him and he's been dealing with a lot of injuries back and forth. So That's very true. That's very um, true. I hope he can stay um, healthy the whole time. All right, let's get into the next team. Um, Oklahoma City featuring your boy Rajon Westbrook. (laughs) (laughs) Steven Adams. Nah, I think he has to. I was going to go with Shy. I was going to go with Shay. But Steven Adams has had an iffy season, too. So I think Stephen Adams got to be on his board, man. Like board man gets paid time, and like he got to he got to be on time, and he got to be defensively too, because he's gonna have to guard some of the toughest centers in the league. Who who who's he playing first round? Uh, first round? Well, it could be they could first round. They could end up playing against either the Clippers. They could play against Houston. They could play against Utah. Like I think if they it. play if they play Houston first round, they they want. I feel like. Their best, like they have to. If I'm the Thunder, they might want to play. I want to play Houston. You might want to play Houston because if you play the Clippers, you're probably going to lose. Play uh, anyone else, really, they might lose. So they might they might lose to the Rockets too. But I feel like they have like a little bit more of a chance only because CP be cooking up against the Rockets. Really, facts. Um, I feel like for for OKC for me, their the the biggest X factor is their wings, Terrence Ferguson, Dort, and Nader. They got to figure out which one of those guys is going to be like their consistent producer at that position because like that's the one position that's like up for grabs because like you got the guards with Chris Paul, Schroeder, Shea. You got the power forward with Gallinari. And then you got the centers with Adams and Nerlens Noel. So you just got to figure out the three spot, honestly. But I feel like they haven't figured it out this year, except with with um Lugans Dort, their two-way player. He's been playing really well for them when he's in the start. Just for them now, so I'm t- I'm proud of him. Yeah. Um. Next team we got Dallas. Biggest X factor for them, Porzingis. Uh, or Seth Curry. Like I said before, but I feel like it's more Porzingis. Um. Um. That's hard. Yeah, definitely. for sure, but even. Tim Hardaway got to show up too. But in shooting guard, he got she got to show up for the Mavericks for a fact. He's been playing pretty well to the, this year. This year. he's been pretty. This is one of his best years, if not his best year. So yeah. Oh my gosh, why did Porzingis move? But like Porzingis, he definitely got to like. He got to turn in that switch. But all these star players have this switch set up, and I got to see Porzingis he, with it. He's got to learn to how to coexist with. Um, Doncic on the court because when Doncic is not on the court, he'd be having his best games of the season. 
Yeah, so, good game today too. Yeah, when Doncic wasn't playing. So. Oh, I gotta see, cause that 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 bench is pretty deep too. That's why I believe in them. Oh no way! That's why I believe in them though. I really believe in them. I think the Mavericks are gonna be the team that could upset somebody that one of these high seeds. I'm not watching right now. <laughs> but um, last last seed is Memphis. Hopefully it's Memphis. I hope it's Memphis. But biggest X factor. I don't know. It's weird to pick an X factor for a team that is so young and we didn't expect them to be there. So because you could pick anyone on the team and say they'll be the X factor. So that team is deep, though. That team is one of the deeper teams, too. Cause you could say like even someone that hasn't played all year for them, Justice Winslow. Say he, you put you plug him into the lineup, he could immediately be an X factor for you. I forgot he's dead now. Be a secondary playmaker. He isn't that well shooting the three, at least this year. But maybe he could space the floor for you. And um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a hard one. It's a lot. It's, that team is deep. Cause then you could even say someone like Valanciunas, he could be a he could be an X factor. On that like Grizzlies team, he had a twenty twenty oh. game the other day. So he's he's been falling off recently too. He he was having a nice little stretch. He started falling off recently, but he had a twenty two twenty game against the Lakers the other day. Just yesterday, actually, in a win. So and he had a thirteen and 25, 25 game against um Sacramento the game before. So. That uh, that Grizzly, I don't think that team is gonna make the playoffs though. Especially because I heard they got the tougher schedule. I don't see that team actually making the um the playoffs completely. I think the Pelicans might sneak that spot anyway. If we took the Pelicans, I think the key players are gonna be um Lonzo. All right. So that's it for the playoff part. Um, let's get into the awards real quick and then let's wrap it up. So. I think MVP it's pretty much locked up right now. It's um it's Giannis at this point. Like there's no debate right now, I guess, right? Basically, it's fifty two and eight. <laughs> yeah. That's um, that's beautiful. Yeah, once that's you lock up, I think I think I think once they lock up the seventy wins, it's bit he might have a chance to become unanimous, just like Steph was. I don't think it'd be fair to make him unanimous because <laughs> LeBron is here, but True. I still think um Yeah, I feel like Braun might Braun actually might get some votes, so yeah, I won't say Braun is also those, I think Braun is the second runner up after Giannis, yeah. of course. So and third, I would say it'd be like um even Luca. Even nah, Luca's I think Luca I think Luca fell off a little Luca's bit. Fell off. Yeah, he did fall off a little bit. Or even, even you could probably even say Westbrook. Even Harden. I say Harden though, because that 30 he's so average. Oh nah. I'm so, I'm seeing Kyle. I'm seeing Kyle Kuzma get volleyed by Zion. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, um, I think MVP is like pretty much locked up to Giannis at this point. But... Yeah, Giannis got to get the MVP with his team record, and he's averaging like thirty and a thirty and a double double. So 30, 30, 13 and like six assists. So yeah, so yeah, he locked that up. He got to get the MVP. All right, um, six man of the year. I got um, I got Dennis Schroeder winning. I got that. Dennis. I got Dennis. 
But Lou is always there. You know, yeah, Lou nobody. and Montrez, they're always going to be there too. Yeah, they're always going to be there, but I think Pettis might get it. I won't be surprised. And they better name that award after Lou after he retired. Probably, yeah. They better name after Lou Williams. He better get that, that six. They better call the Lou Williams Award because he's the best six man ever. That's a fact. Uh, rookie of the year. Morant. <laughs> I got Jaw as well. Zion. I got Zion. I can't be mad at no one for saying Zion, bro. I He's can't be the best. either, but like, I feel like he didn't play enough games. Jaw's been here the whole year. The whole and his year. team might get the I playoff think, spot. I, I think it's only fair because Jaw's been there the whole year. Yeah. But I'm not, If Zion was there, he would have been like, <laughs> it would have been. Uh, the you, impact come is on. crazy, though. Come on. Come on. <laughs> come on, of bro. Course Zion was like... the early, bro. That Pelican team would be in the playoffs. For sure. The way they've been playing since he's been there. Nice and I, feel like right now. If, I feel like especially if Ja keeps the eighth seed, I feel like he should he should just get the rookie of the year because he's been producing this whole the whole year and his team will get a playoff spot. I mean, I feel like that just gives you rookie of the year off rip. That's a fact. All right, most improved player. Um B.I. Brandon Ingram, right? B.I. Off the rip. God, we got an all-star selection. Brandon Ingram. If yeah, you not, can say Brandon Ingram, you can say I Bam. I was, oh yeah, Bam too. I can't say Tatum yet because we Tatum he had a decent season last year, so I ain't gonna say Tatum right now. But I definitely gonna say I'm gonna say Bi is gonna lock it up. Yeah, definitely. He has been performing. He's been doing his thing. He got an All Star selection. No one thought. It's funny. Nobody... It's funny that if it's funny that we all have it as a lock. But I've listened to other podcasts where they talked about the Most Improved Player Award, and they don't even mention Brandon Ingram sometimes. I'm like, who do you, who do you, who do you mention? They mentioned Bam a lot and Shay. Bam oh, and Shay. Oh, Shay. But this, like, this is the second year? Oh, this like, is the second year. That's why I'm like, you don't give no. it to a guy in his second year. You don't, year give, it, you don't was, give it to a guy in his second year. That was, that was the same argument for De'Aaron Fox the other year, like last year. Like, everyone was like, we can't give it to Fox because it's like his second he, year. Second year. Like, word. You got to, I think you have to play at least three seasons so earn that award. Yeah. Season. I think it's only fair because they give it to someone in the second year is like saying, all right, bro. Like you could give it. You could give it to any player in the second year. Of course, they improve. Like most players. Of course, yeah. You're supposed year. to improve in your second year. So that's that. But um, otherwise, like, I mean, Shaq could definitely get it, but he's he definitely stepped up. I, I'm a. I'll say Bi of officially because he got an All Star selection in the West Coast. Mm. You got to respect that as well. He had an All Star selection over there. He actually managed to play in an all-star game. And no one thought, I promise you, no one from last year thought that Brandon Ingram was going to be in a playoff, I mean, be in an um, all-star game this year. Let's be honest. True. So, I didn't see it coming. And I know no one saw it coming. I mean, I know he was nice, but I didn't know he was going to be this nice so early. Facts. Even with Zion. I mean, he's struggling because Zion's back. But either way, he's, he was doing his thing, and he still deserves the credit he, he deserves. Uh, all right, defensive player of the year. Um, I, let's see. I haven't been paying attention to defense like that. But, um, that's a fact. But I'd probably have to say probably Gobert maybe again. Even maybe even Anthony Davis. A sneaky sneaky pick would be Brooke Lopez for me. Sneaky. You know, it's crazy if if Covington was playing like this all season. I'll say Covington, but I mean, yeah, it's too late to give that to him right now. Yeah. So. Um, me, I haven't been paying attention to too much defense. I haven't looked at defensive stats. Um, 
I wouldn't be surprised if someone like Kawhi get it again. You know, Kawhi played defense all the time. But Kawhi's, Kawhi's defense hasn't been that good the whole the season. The Yeah, it's been all right. The whole not for, for like as of late, he's been pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm. But like as for like the whole season, it hasn't been iffy. Yeah, so that's fair. Um, otherwise, I can't really say too much. I gotta go really look at look at the stats defensively to see what's going on. But I know right. the Lakers have like their people who have some blocks over there. I won't be surprised. AD get it. So, oh, shoot. Hassan Whiteside, too. Mm, Hassan Whiteside's advanced defensive numbers are not that good. I don't think, but I don't like that numbers thing, but. Because blocks and steals don't prove you a, a good defender. Because, like, if that's the case. You're right. You're right. If that's the case, Steph is a great defender because of the amount of steals that he averages a year and stuff. So it's like you can't use steals and in, in, um, blocks to quantify defensive. Um, Defensive impact. Mm, all right, you're right. You gotta, yeah, you gotta also I, check how much people score on them and stuff like that. So you, yeah, right that's why I look at defensive rating and stuff like that. That's fair. That's fair. And and then last coach of the year, the award that no one really cares about. Yeah, we, we know who getting that. Who? That man that's fifty two and eight. Pro, yeah. Once you get seventy wins, I feel like you should get it because like automatically, Steve, I think like once you Steve get it, Kirk got it when he when they went seventy three and nine. Of course, Phil Jackson most likely got it when the when the um, when the Bulls went seventy two and ten. So yeah, it's probably gonna be him, most likely. Yeah, he definitely has to get it somehow. So um, so that's about it for this week's episode. Thanks How about the first? You want to say a first team, just the first team alone before we end this. The first team? Yeah, who you doing being the first NBA first team? Um, Harden, Giannis, Luca, LeBron, AD. Yeah. I can't disagree with that list. Yeah, I literally cannot disagree with that list. All right. We're going to go with that list right there. All right. That's it for this week's episode. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure y'all leave that five-star rating. Subscribe. Don't five, check not out four, the not three, not two, but five. Five. And then go check out the fastbreaklayup.com. Been putting out a lot of content on the, on the website lately. Check it out. Got a story on Jason Tatum up there. He's been killing it lately, so check that out. And that's about it.